I'm board-certified New York City plastic surgeon Dr. Darren Smith, and this is Plastic Surgery Before and After, your source for the real deal about plastic surgery procedures, news about trends in aesthetic medicine, and candid sessions with industry insiders. We hope you enjoy today's episode. Why do I look angry all the time? This is part two of a two-part episode. Last time in part one, we looked at features of the upper facial third that could cause a angry or tired or aged appearance. And in this episode, we're gonna focus on features of the lower facial third that can contribute to an angry or tired or aged appearance. And if you're wondering what happened to that middle facial third, we're just not focusing on that here because this tends to be an area that is very critical in the appearance of aging. But at least in my experience, in terms of um, giving off the impression that one is angry or tired, these are um, impressions that are most powerfully generated by features of the upper and lower facial thirds. And there are two critical structures or landmarks when we're talking about the lower facial third that can really contribute to this angry look in a very powerful way. And the first one is what we call the oral commissure. And there's one on the left side of your mouth and on the right side of your mouth. And these are essentially the left and right corners of the mouth. And if you think about this intuitively, it makes sense that the vertical position of the commissures, the oral commissures on the face, have a lot to do with conveying your emotion. So when we talk about a smile, we raise the corners of our mouth. And when we talk about um, a frown to connote an angry appearance, we lower the corners of our mouth. So if your oral commissures adopt a relative downward uh, vertical position at rest, this is going to make you look angry or tired. The other feature that plays a major role in conveying um, emotion in the lower facial third is the presence of marionette lines. Marionette lines are the lines that can develop from your oral commissures, from the corners of your mouth that go down to the jawline. And they got this kind of unflattering nickname um, after old time marionettes where they had the uh, lower jaw that would open and close and you could see um, the seam in the puppet between the lower, uh, lower jaw and the cheek. So those are the marionette lines. And heavy or pronounced marionette lines can uh, definitely contribute to the appearance of angriness or uh, tiredness. So let's look at each of these features one at a time. So first, in terms of the position of the corners of the mouth or the uh, oral commissures. So how can we lift the corners of the mouth? Let's take a quick deep dive into the anatomy of um, this region uh, so that we can kind of answer this question from a functional uh, perspective. So if we think of the lips and we look at the corners of the lips and we mention that those are called uh, the oral commissures and that's what they're called at the level of the skin. Beneath the oral commissures at the level of the skin there's another structure called the modiolus and the modiolus is where a bunch of different muscles come together in the face 
and there are essentially two kinds of muscles that come together here. There are muscles that come from above, and these are called lip elevators, and there are muscles that come from below, and these are called lip depressors. So you can imagine that when the uh, lip elevators contract, when those fire, they make the modiolus and therefore the oral commissure go up. When the lip depressors contract or those fire, they make the oral commissure go down. So it's the lip elevators that make you smile and the lip depressors that make you frown. And the position of the corners of the mouth, the position of the commissure at rest, when you're not actively trying to smile or frown, is determined by a balance of the strength of the lip elevators and the lip depressors. So if you can imagine over time as we age, um, we uh, lose skin and soft tissue elasticity. So our skin and soft tissue becomes lax and everything tends to droop and fall over time with gravity. So the resting position of our oral commissures, of the corners of our lips, uh, migrates down with time. So those lip depressors win out over the lip elevators at rest. So then the question of how can we raise the corners of the mouth at rest to prevent them from being low, from giving us this frowning appearance at rest, really becomes a question of how can we rebalance the relative strength of the lip elevators and the lip depressors. And there are two main ways to do this, and it really depends on the severity of the problem. For relatively minor issues with um, the resting position of the oral commissures, if they're just a little bit too low at rest and there's not a severe resting frown present, we can weaken the lip depressors. Specifically, we're aiming at a muscle called the depressor anguli oris, or DAO. And if we weaken this muscle selectively with Botox, we can return the mechanical advantage to the lip elevators so that the oral commissure, the corner of the mouth, rises and it is no longer um, in a frowning or lowered position at rest. Sometimes we can also help in these mild cases by carefully placing a little filler or by doing some fat grafting to provide a bit of a platform uh, for the oral commissure so that it doesn't uh, drift as far down at rest. So between Botox and filler or fat grafting, we can often make a nice difference for mild cases of a depressed oral commissure that's giving us a uh, tired or angry look. For more severe cases, we can actually address uh, this problem surgically and we can reset the position of the oral commissures at rest by performing some soft tissue manipulation with um, carefully hidden incisions. Now, this is a relatively extreme procedure that we don't undertake lightly, and this is reserved for really the very most severe cases of a uh, resting frown, um, and it's something that should not be undertaken without a thorough conversation with your surgeon to understand the risks and benefits and uh, to make sure that this is a procedure that your surgeon has a lot of experience with and has good results with. In terms of the other structure that can be contributing to um, the appearance of tiredness or angriness at rest, we'll address the marionette lines. And as a reminder, the marionette lines are the lines that span from the corners of the mouth to the jawline 
and again we treat these based on their severity or their depth and we divide this severity into three categories so first we can talk about superficial marionette lines and then there are intermediate marionette lines and then there are these really deep severe marionette lines so superficial marionette lines can be addressed pretty effectively with things like a chemical peel and i really like a nice tca peel um, for this purpose or with laser resurfacing um, the gold standard here is probably a carbon dioxide laser or even with radio frequency microneedling such as with um, the morpheus 8 device and this is something we've addressed in depth in an earlier episode so this is going to provide kind of any of these three things will provide some superficial resurfacing which will um, decrease the prominence of superficial marionette lines when we start talking about lines that are a little bit deeper these intermediate marionette lines we need to actually alter their topography we need to change how deep they are and this is something that we can achieve with fillers and i like the hyaluronic acid based fillers um, for these procedures or for people that want a more permanent approach we can also treat this with fat grafting and we've talked about fat grafting at length in earlier episodes but just as a brief review um, to perform fat grafting we perform a little bit of liposuction under local anesthesia and we harvest fat from one part of the body we then process those fat cells to get rid of any extra uh, lipids or blood products or other things that can damage take of the fat graft and then gently inject the fat graft as a biological filler into the area that we're trying to treat and in this case it will work very nicely for marionette lines and it can also um, improve the overlying skin quality in the region due to the presence of the adipose drive stem cells in the fat graft so for these intermediate uh, marionette lines fillers or fat grafting um, are both very reasonable approaches when we start to talk about truly deep marionette lines, when we start seeing kind of uh, soft tissue folding over itself and causing real ridges um, in this region that are often associated with jowling or the descent of soft tissue along the jawline itself, then we're talking about truly invasive surgery um, that would be most beneficial in addressing um, these kind of deep marionette lines and these are things like um, facelifts or extended neck lifts that we could use um, in this kind of case. So between uh, this episode and the previous episode we've tried to cover the various anatomical features that could be making you look angry even when you're not and discussing the different procedures that we can perform um, to correct these issues. And as always, we encourage you to rate and review um, the podcast and to reach out to us at darrensmithmd.com with any other questions or comments that you might have. Thanks for listening, and don't forget to subscribe, share the show, and head over to darrensmithmd.com for more real-world plastic surgery talks.